Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Maryland sports fans, there's only one sports book in the great state of Maryland with over 50 years experience booking bets and supporting customers. Betfred Sportsbook at Long Shots is now open and is the only sports book in Frederick offering cash betting on football, basketball, world soccer, and more. Visit the Betfred Sportsbook at I-270 and MD-85 in Frederick, right next to Longshot's off-track betting. Go to BetfredSports.com for more information and your chance to win exclusive merchandise. Must be 21 or older. Play responsibly. For help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, everybody? Welcome to The Loud Spot. I'm your host, Sebastian, right out of Oklahoma City. I got a special guest co-host with me tonight. We got Mayhem Jesus joining us. We got Robert Flipping, and he's on this episode because he has two bachelor's degrees, one in finance, one in math. Thought it'd be appropriate for him to join the show. And then we got our guest tonight, Mr. Alex Mangum. So this should be an interesting episode. Without further ado... So how how did you how did you get into like crypto? Because I, I you know a lot of people that came to me, uh, you know, a few years ago, and and yeah. it, to me it was almost like a pyramid scheme type people yep. asking you to get into into Bitcoin. I'm like, no, it's something like trying to sell me Mary Kay or or one of those other um one of those other things. How did you decide to go ahead and and, and jump into it? Basically, I had been I'd heard about it for many years. I'd been ignoring it. And I finally got in a group of people, and this is the power of the network effect. When this big group of people were all, a, a bunch of them were talking about it all the time. Okay. And listening to them, I was like, man, some of them sound like they're just regurgitating headlines and stuff like that. Some of them might know something about it. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are making money. I should look into this. And so like you, that- knew, you knew people that were actually making, I mean, I guess I know some people that made some money too. But you yep. knew people that were that were. But it was it really money they were making, or were they just? I mean, because it's all electronic, right? But there's a value to that to that it's, to it's the a, electric uh, electronic currency. Yeah, it's a deep concept. Like, what is value? Well, it's whatever you're willing to give some of your resources for. And so when when we say making money on crypto, most people mean that they're cashing out for whatever their fiat currency is. Okay. And and fiat currency that term needs to be understood. Fiat currency is basically what the world runs on right now. It's currency by decree. The government says fiat, like they make a decree, it's money. That means it's disconnected from a reserve currency. Okay. Like America's America's not backed up by anything but trust. 
in the American government. How much trust you got in the American government? <laughs> okay. In 1971, they said, that's it. We're going off the gold standard. They basically defaulted on all the dollars out there because you used to be able to come back to the government and say, hey, I want to trade you my paper for your gold. I want to, ret- I want to retrieve my gold. And in 71, they said, right. nope. And so the rest, most of the nations of the world have followed suit, just fiat. So when most people say I made money on crypto, that means that they're counting for the value of their crypto that they own in whatever currency that they, you know, live in and or, or peg it to, you know, how many dollars do you have in Bitcoin? That's why we always. Well, this, this cryptocurrency, I mean. What's the, is Bitcoin crypto is the same thing, right? It's just another term. Yeah, yeah crypto is the umbrella. Okay, and then there's different there's different cryptocurrencies. Then, yeah, there's like ten thousand of them, dude. See, but then but then how do they all relate to each other? Like, which one do you buy? They like, don't. If you, if, so if you're buying Bitcoin, and then there's yep. like what's what's an, what's another big one besides Bitcoin? Ethereum. There's, Ethereum. There's a, yeah. Ethereum's a big one. Yeah, and the so what. And you can correct me if I'm I'm wrong or, or generalizing to too many cryptocurrencies, but they're, they're, you know, Alex mentioned earlier, you're not relying on a bank's ledger to keep track of where money goes when when it changes hands. So, like, you know, if you were to try to look at, um, say, when I when I send you money through Facebook Messenger or something like that, or right. PayPal, that what we see is money goes for me, and then it ends up. In, in your bank account, but there's a middleman there and that's the bank. Now with Bitcoin, Bitcoin has its own ledger that when I give money to you, it doesn't go anywhere but to you. There's no middleman. Um, and Bitcoin has its own ledger as a cryptocurrency that is separate from the ledger of Ethereum. So those ledgers are called blockchains, and that's what makes them different. And however widely traded one cryptocurrency is versus another, or you know, for whatever reason, one gets more popular, more sensationalized, or has more value, that's what determines the value of one Bitcoin. And it's also very similar to how, you know, when you think about stocks and market cap, um, you know, there's only either a certain amount of money or a certain number of stocks for one particular, you know, say it's, it's Apple or Google, you know, some of the big um, S&P 500, mm-hmm. you know, tickers, whatever it is. Yep. Um, Bitcoin's the same way. There, there is a fixed number of Bitcoins. Yep. I think it's somewhere around, was it 21 million? That's right. Yeah, 21 million Bitcoins. <laughs> yeah, he, um, he's like, yep, that, that, that's right. No, I want to make sure it, Mayhem it, Jesus is set up. Are you back with us? You're good to go? Yeah. Okay, all right. All yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So, I think on. I'll be far away from our router. Okay, but no, before 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 you go on, Robert, I, I do want to say, because you said it was Ethereum, right? Is that what you said? And Bitcoin would be another yeah. one. So if you're buying Ethereum or you're buying Bitcoin, okay, th- those don't... Um, Though you can't, can you trade one for the they other? They do not. They do not talk to each other. Absolutely, you can. Well, how, you can trade one you, for another. Okay. Because well, this, how do, you, how do you know which one to buy? Like, does one have more value well, than the others? And, yes. and on top, on top of that, can you can you use cryptocurrency? Like, let's say you're on eBay, right? And you because I think eBay accepts it now, or maybe Amazon <laughs> or one of those big companies, right? <laughs> yep. they, they accept it. 
But do they accept all forms of crypto, or do I, they only accept certain forms of crypto? Only certain. I, yeah, and and I love where this is going because so today I, I was actually <laughs> I was getting my my webcam um, for this episode. You and bought a crypto. Yeah. Well, when it, when I was checking out, um, I, don't, I don't remember how it, how it came up, but I, I said to the cashier, I was like, "Well, you know, we're we're all going to be using Bitcoin in a few years anyway, right?" And he was like, "Exactly." Yeah. Like, it, but there, there are some places that will accept cryptocurrencies, and they usually tell you which ones they do, and it's it's very similar to, "Oh, we take Mastercard, but not American Express, or we take That's both." Right. You know, it, it it just it depends. So, mayhem, mayhem, Jesus, have you ever thought about buying crypto at all? Oh yeah, like, yeah. I thought about it. I just, it? I've talked to buddies about it. I've talked to buddies about it. But what worries me, and it's probably a good question to ask you guys, is like get, I worry about getting scammed on some shit because mm-hmm. me not knowing what the fuck is going on, I worry about somebody realizing that I don't know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> right, taking my money. and that ha- and they say that happens with newbies. They get taken advantage of because they don't know. So before anyone buys crypto, should you? Alex, I'll ask you this. Should you do a lot of research into what you're going to buy first before you just dive into the market? Of course. Of course. I mean, if you tell somebody, hey, go buy a car today, you're going to tell them, hey, go figure out what car you need, what it's going to do for you, what it ne- the purpose, who makes it, are they good makers? Like, it's personal responsibility. Crypto, the term, it... it it grew out of that from all these cypherpunk dudes that are trying math and coding and software and all this stuff. They came together and they, they discovered this thing with that anonymous individual, Satoshi Nakamoto. And they're a very libertarian movement, very, you know, anti-government, very social, uh, socially progressive, fiscally conservative people, you know, do whatever the hell you want. Leave me alone. Absolutely. You can't just go buy in crypto. That's a quick way to lose all your money. <laughs> See, that's why I don't do it. Cause that's what I would do. I go buy all this shit and fucking lose it all like, well, right you bought, away. You invest in stocks? No, uh, you know, I, I did. I did. And the one, the, the one stock I did invest in, uh, they wound up going bankrupt. So, so I quit. <laughs> not, a, not a good track record. Yeah. No. So yeah. I, I can't. Me picking like stocks is like me picking racehorses. Yeah. yeah Dude, exactly. It's like picking a racehorse. I can't wait so, for a stock to take a shit and pick that, that one. So I'm, I don't know what to do. <laughs> to buy these things, the, the thing that I recommend to people is take, take whatever to you is a small amount of money. If that's a hundred bucks, cool. If that's 10 K cool, a small amount of money, go to an exchange because in, in a, a crypto exchange exchange is very much like a stock exchange. You want to go, are you going to buy through fidelity? You're going to go buy through, TJ, TD, TD Ameritrade, who are you going to go buy through, right? You find a respective right. company, a respectful company. You, you go in there and you start buying your stocks. You set up an account. It's very similar with crypto right now. The difference is these exchanges are banks. They mm-hmm. control your account. And most of them, especially in America, have what they call KYC, know your customer. They require an ID. They require a social security number. Right. They go watch you. So it's defeating the, the whole thesis of Bitcoin, which is I control my currency. Right. I send it to whoever the hell I want. There's no trusted third party. As soon as you go to an exchange, you got to trust the third party. You, you think the government's going to try <laughs> to control? Hell yeah. 
Yeah. They, I mean, they're going to have to. I'm the, the, I, but, 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 but this is a worldwide thing. So, like, let's say you Can't have like how, Bitcoin. How, how many? How much uh, Bitcoin? I, I don't even know if that's the right answer to say. Like, how, how many? You don't have pieces of Bitcoin because you, you just don't be. But how, how much Bitcoin? I guess do you have? Me? Yeah. Oh, that giving away my uh my that's, network. A, per- that's I- a personal question okay yeah, so, yeah. Okay, okay so so but you you have you have quite you have quite a bit right uh no no you have one bitcoin <laughs> yeah, yeah. a little bit more than that yeah, that's about it though yeah <laughs> so okay. do you have Go ahead, everything in bitcoin nope i mean i mean is that is it are you is it something that you're going all in on or do you diversify that with stocks or what do you do i'm not buying stocks today I'm buying Bitcoin every pay period, dollar cost averaging into it. Okay. Which if you do the math on finance and all that, there's no better investment method than a dollar cost average, which is just price does this, whatever, every two weeks, every month, whatever, I'm buying a certain amount. So your value, your value then doesn't get lost no matter what country you move to, right? Let's say you want to move to Germany. Your your value uh, for what you have remains the same in, in any country, correct? Well, my Bitcoin pegged to their currency is what you mean, right? Oh, no, that's not what I meant. But <laughs> so, like, I'm happy put it if, that way. If I have one Bitcoin and I go to Germany, I have one Bitcoin. But what's okay. the what's the exchange rate between Bitcoin and francs or, or Deutschmarks? Right, but so 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 that so then it relates it relates to their dollar then. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, here sellable thing on the planet. Okay, you're back. What's the most sellable thing on the planet? What could you sell easier than anything else? Water. I don't, I don't know the answer. Dollars. To that. Oh, dollars. I don't know if I can say I that on this podcast. <laughs> I sell you dollars for a chair, for a lamp, for a credit card. For I can sell dollars for anything, right? It's the most sellable thing on the planet. I sell so, water. <laughs> I was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm simple, guys. You know, if if I sell bit if I sell Bitcoin, what am I selling it for? Am I going to exchange it for francs or dollars or euros or whatever? Right. So no matter where I go on the planet, as long as that person will accept Bitcoin, then I can sell it to them or I can exchange it for, okay. for whatever. So, so yeah, that's that's how you get going on it. Is you have to understand well, so, do the basics. What is currency first? Like, what is a currency? This seems like as much a leap of faith as as trusting a dollar, though. Yeah, it's as much. We all have faith. Like, what do we really understand? None of us really understand much. We know that this computer turns on. I don't really know how it works. Right. 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 The the you you strum a, a guitar. The sound waves go through the atmosphere. None of us can really explain it, like down to the molecular level. We just trust it because of experience, right? So you guys have a lot of experience. I have a lot of experience with dollars. It works. Okay. And you know what's funny Not is enough. that I've, I wish I had more. <laughs> <laughs> I could always use a little more space in the house, man. Now, Robert, being a recent graduate with a finance degree and a math degree in finance. When you were going to school, did they was Bitcoin ever a subject that was talked about or cryptocurrency? I guess I should say. Um, no, not not formally through textbooks, no. Um, but it was a very big thing, you know, culturally, if that makes sense. You know, I I had classmates that were getting really into it. In fact, um, one I, it was the the guy whose YouTube channel I showed you just the other day. I mean, he mm-hmm. has a, a YouTube channel of his own that um, I think started out almost 
entirely uh, being crypto based, you know, because he was just really getting into the, the movement, you know, investing. But, you know, he was one of those. Um, I hope if he, he watches this, he doesn't, you know, think I'm being too critical of him. But, you know, he really came off as one of those. uh <sighs> Bitcoin is the future, like everybody needs to be doing the kind of what you said earlier, like, are you all into Bitcoin or are you diversified? And, you, you know, Alex, him, he's Bitcoin he's maximalist. Yeah, well, this, you know, I'm a maximalist. <laughs> he sounds like he was. Yeah, like this, this classmate of mine you know, really came off as the I, I think everybody should have literally everything in Bitcoin. This is where everything is going, um, yeah. you know, which and. I, I worked a little bit in um, financial services as well after I finished my, my finance degree. Uh, you know, I was, I was licensed to, you know, basically help people with retirement accounts and um, what we called holistic financial planning. And, you know, uh, one thing that was, you know, in common between getting my finance degree and then actually working in finance was diversification is, is, is key. You know, as great as Bitcoin has done, um, you know, and there are people that probably did go all in and it, it was one hell of a payday. Um, you know, that's, that's more, more rare than, you know, but you, you can't, you can't buy, like you can't buy stuff with stocks. Like you can with cryptocurrency, you know, you, but cause stocks can going down. Stocks. Cri- that's debatable. Stocks. Huh? Yeah. Because you, 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 can, you can trade stocks for, uh, I mean, it just, can you buy an Apple on watch on Amazon with stocks. Probably not. No, well, but you but, can buy an Apple Watch with cryptocurrency. Probably. <laughs> well, maybe, but that, that, no, that depends. Like, what if what if you're going through a private party and you just say, "Hey, I, I've got a stock." Yeah. You know, I don't know. Give me yeah. a stock that's worth like three, four hundred bucks or whatever. An Apple Watch. A bank would probably give you a loan based on stocks. Yeah, you, oh, you, they you, took you collateral. Absolutely. Okay, okay, but but, but but okay, but saying that someone could really like beets, like you know the 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 the, the root vegetable, and you'd be like, "Hey, oh, beets." Yeah, no, no, not headphones, but like yeah, like I carrots mean, and beets. And you could be like, "Hey, man, I got yeah. these fucking hundred jars of beets. Um, can can I have your fucking iPad?" Well, see, you know what I'm and, saying? And, and, so is it the bar? Are we bringing back really the what, what, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What, what Alex was saying earlier, it's all about what is currency. Like at that point, you're you're bartering and you're using it as a, a currency of your own. So I mean, it just depends on how you want to argue the semantics. But and, and I want to look at it like it, that. Give me just seconds to, to I like make the a point here system. on oh, the currency. Ahead. So currencies have characteristics. Yep. They're fungible. You can break them down into smaller parts, dollars, cents. Uh, they resist deterioration and and fading away. Gold is great because it doesn't break down. Uh, they're portable. How portable are they? Some are more portable than others. Try mm-hmm. carrying around $500 of gold. Uh, and, and on and on. There's like six major ones, right? When you when you address Bitcoin, and I gotta say Bitcoin specifically because the others are very very different, and I mean all the others right. are very different. When you look at Bitcoin and you and you compare those characteristics of Bitcoin, it's the most superior currency ever created. That's my claim. That's my opinion. That's my claim. It's the most superior. It's the most portable. I believe you because you sound so confident. It's the most resistant to degradation. It's the most resistant to fraud. It's the most fungible. Like, it's the best currency the ever created. Yes, there has never been. What about, a so unless the grid goes down, but if the grid if the grid goes down, you're fucked though. As soon as you can't charge your phone back up, or you can't no, do something I like mean, that. Worst case scenario, granted. 
but so what happens if this, you can't? Are, I mean, are you painting like, like an apocalyptic kind of scenario, like a meteor hits the earth and then there's I say like a, even if it was a month long natural disaster scenario, it doesn't matter. You, I mean, is the whole world powered night, down? Was kind of a crazy. No, no. Is the whole world powered down? That's, that's what I'm just about. saying. There, there's got to be. If there was, let's go apocalyptic and say, yeah. You what have to take you it. You have to take it. Anymore. You have to take it so far to that extreme that you have to say that, like, all satellites are knocked down, all memory devices that have memory on them are destroyed. Because if the power has to go out, that okay, far, when the power comes back on and you reboot your computer, the ledger is still there. The soft. All Bitcoin is is software. All right. All it is is code. Okay. And it's I'm at the most con basic level. It's me sending a text to someone else and everybody else knows the text and we all agree on the text. It's just but it's not susceptible right? to hackers. That was, like all that, that, that was all I was going to bring up next is great question, uh, because I was thinking, you know, what, c c you know, and you said earlier, I think, Alex, that it, maybe it's never been hacked or something, something like that. Right. right. But it could it, potentially it's plausible. Sure, a rhinoceros could run down the street right. in front well, of my home, right? No, you're 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 confusing plausible and possible. You, it's it's technically it's possible, but oh, it's, it's my not show. Possible. I say what I want. No, but but there's there's a difference. It's possible, but it's not. Plausible. <laughs> and, th and this is why it's not it's not plausible, okay? Because it's this word decentralized, right? We've heard that it's decentralized. That means different things. When you talk about Ethereum's decentralization and Bitcoin's decentralization, two very different things. Not they don't are not all the same. But decentralized, these things, this Bitcoin runs off of nodes. You can think of them as servers, right? I have one downstairs. I run a node. It's not a miner, so don't get those confused. Like I'm not mining Bitcoin. I'm not solving and earning. It's just a ledger and it has a wallet on there so I can send my Bitcoin back and forth. But there's a couple hundred thousand of those ledgers around the world. Decentralized, right? And the more ledgers there are, the more decentralized it is, the less any one person can have control over it. Okay. So Bitcoin is software. Bitcoin is democratic, meaning that you have to have 50 you have to have control of 51 percent of the computing network of Bitcoin if you want to make a change without getting everybody else to vote. Right. Yeah. So that's why and the, and the power behind it and, and the cryptography behind it, you know, the secret the secret squirrel stuff behind it is why it's never been hacked. People have stolen Bitcoin from others. OK, but that's like saying I went into your bank account and then transferred your money out. It's not saying that I went and minted dollars or, or forged dollars. Nobody's ever there's never been a double spender or forgery of, of Bitcoin. Wow. It's the biggest, most powerful computing network in the history of man. There's no computer network on the planet that has more computing power than Bitcoin is. It's that strong. And to hack it, they estimated it would take several years and like $4 trillion or something like is that. Is this just Bitcoin, not all cryptocurrency, right? I'm talking about Bitcoin. Okay. You yeah, talk just, about just, all the cryptocurrencies, it's it, it's just bigger than that. Even. Okay. So when do you decide – because this is an interesting question. It, when yeah. do you decide, if ever – to sell because is it like do you want to buy when it's low and then sell when it's high or you just want Hell to maintain yeah. and keep it that's uh, that's always like the meme like like the salesman comes in i'm going to tell you something here's what we're going to do we're going to buy low 
and we're going to sell high. And you're like, yeah, man, I want to invest. I mean, that's what everybody wants to do. But there's there's theories behind it. Like, man, when it gets to a certain point, you never have to sell. It's like if you if you were able to own real estate in Manhattan, Michael Saylor says this all the time if, if and and deed it into your family. If you manage that right, the value of that land goes up faster than you can spend it. So therefore, you right. collateralize it and you borrow against it and you never actually have to sell. So there's theories about that with Bitcoin that you that there may come a time that you never have to sell it. But in the end, I need dollars. You need we all the four of us need dollars to operate like the dollar probably right. isn't going away anytime soon. It may collapse and there's going to be some serious you know, restructuring of the world order. But to, to change the world's economic payment rails change the company's payroll to do all that the cost of that is just astronomical it's it's beyond plausible for us to think that we're only going to operate in bitcoin what's most likely going to happen is bitcoin what is going to be a reserve asset what year did you get started with bitcoin last february <laughs> <laughs> i wish i hate myself i'm so mad because as soon as but i did look you were hoping like oh nobody would ask that weren't you i was like i was like let me, th- let me th- yeah i'm no, nobody should be getting financial advice from me i'm giving you guys opinions right i'm i'm not qualified yeah no but but, but you know a lot you know, I know, you know a, a shit lot. ton because yeah, because talk- i w- i was like you're, yeah you're oh, convinced. I, just, like, I went down the rabbit hole man all right, so what do you I, think about all this, man? What's your who? take, Mr. Financial Degrees? Oh, Robert. I, well, just what, what I went back to earlier is, I, you know, I, I wouldn't ever be an all-in, like, diehard Bitcoin fanatic. But, you know, it, it should be part of any anybody that's trying to take some kind of holistic approach to their investing, that's, that's you know, right. sh- sh- should include it. Fidelity uh, came out with. Are you as confident in the said, security? Oh, abs- abs- absolutely! Like it, and you know, it, it kind of goes back to um, Alex really zoomed through the um, idea of you know, there's there's never been a double spend, but if if you don't know what that means, you know, you you said something earlier about uh, you know, if somebody could pull off some kind of a, a fraud with Bitcoin, and and you know, in order for somebody to do that, they would have to basically trick every ledger you know he said he's he's got a ledger in his house and there's thousands upon thousands of other ledgers out there in order to commit some kind of a fraud you would have to trick every single ledger like separately it just it 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 would never happen and another thing is that it's all public even if somebody managed to do it there would be so many eyes on it that it it would you know it It would 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 collapse the value of it it would yeah. collapse the value of it because the value is only there because of the faith. <clears throat> what do you think about fidelity, Alex? Uh, because Robert was saying, um, you know, diversification is is a wonderful concept. Fidelity came out the other day. Fidelity, they have like a couple trillion dollars of investments under their management, right? They said it's it's riskier to have a zero position in Bitcoin mm. than it is to have a five percent position in Bitcoin. That's their public stance now. Wow. That's powerful, right? That's yeah, powerful. That's a big one. Because and and back yeah, to what I was saying, it's it's probably because Bitcoin is so trustworthy and it has all these magical properties of this magic internet money that it's it's most likely going to be, become a reserve currency. So 
America used to be really powerful because we had a ton of gold in Fort Knox. I doubt we have a ton of gold in Fort Knox today. We don't know how much gold we have in Fort Knox today because you can't audit the Fed. Right. And and fractional reserve banking is essentially what we have in America and everywhere else, which is you guys take $1,000 or sorry. Yeah, you take $1,000, you put it in your savings account. What does that bank give you? They give a, you a promise. <laughs> they give you a promise, but and what what are your returns on that savings account? Oh, like a half a percent, maybe. And you get like two pennies at the end of the year, right? But they take that thousand dollars and they go, "Oh, we can we can loan out ten k now because they're ten to one fractional reserve, right?" Right. So now all of a sudden they they loan out nine k, ten k on top of that one that they have in reserve, and they get interest back on that, and they give you a penny. Man, the banking system is screwed up, dude. Yeah, they, they, you know, and what's what's funny is we've already been on 32 minutes, and normally yeah. I'm like ready to wrap it up. This is a very interesting conversation. Like, I, I find it fascinating, and you're very knowledgeable since since only doing it for you know a a year and a month, pretty much. Uh, yeah, I got, even I, I got issues where I just like gravitate <laughs> something, and then I don't leave it alone. But Damn. no, that that's you know. Do, do you try? I do want to add just one more question. Um, then we'll we'll get off here. And if we have a lot of people that like this, maybe we'll do another one in like a, you know three or four yeah. months from now. It might be kind of interesting. But do you try to convince your friends or talk to your friends about Bitcoin and tell them? Uh, and 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 by no means do I want people to think that I'm uh, I'm for or against Bitcoin. I'm just sure. hosting this show here because it's it's interesting to me. Do you want, would you com- try to convince your friends why it's good or do you not really talk about it to them? I do to the point that it's just bothersome. <laughs> roll, roll their eyes at me. And my wife is like, oh, he's going again. And, and yeah, man, I can talk you please not about talk it. about Bitcoin to your friends yeah. at dinner tonight, Alex? And the problem is, too, care. I grew up in the Mormon church. So yeah, it's like yeah, they taught me how to be an annoying Mormon, and now I'm annoying Bitcoiner knocking on your door. Do you have a time, a moment to talk about our Lord and Savior, Satoshi Nakamoto? Like, <laughs> it's bad, dude. I talk about it all the damn time. Well, Mayhem Jesus, apparently he's having some technical difficulties. <laughs> so he, he's been he in left and out. The show. I, you know what? I found, like I said, man, I, I found it very interesting. I want to. We didn't even scratch the surface, man. I know. I, I know we I know we didn't. Yeah. And I could tell we could be on here for a whole nother hour. Yeah. Um, Here's what I want to do. I want to leave this where it's at. I do want you to come back on uh, maybe this summer, um, sure. beginning of summer. And Robert, I want you to come back on to and maybe Mayhem Jesus can join us again. I do want to thank him for, for joining and please check out his show. Uh, but if, if you didn't hear it, go back earlier and you can hear all about it. And Alex, man, thank you for sharing uh, all of your thoughts on Bitcoin. I know there's a whole lot more to say. In fact, I don't even think we really got out what I <clears throat> planned on accomplishing during this podcast, that? but that's okay. That, that leaves room for more, you know, yeah. a, 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 to be continued, if you will. Yeah. yeah cause I, I, well, what, what were you wanting to get? Cause I was thinking next time we could go into like NFTs. <laughs> cause Ooh, that's part yeah. of the, yeah, maybe going to NFT, too, Robert, and, you know, next, next time we have another, uh, this episode and we talk about Bitcoins again, I'll have you join. Cause you, you know, you have a lot of good input and I knew you would, coming on to this episode uh with us so that's all the time we got for this episode i do want to remind everyone to check out our youtube um alex and robert stay there don't go anywhere till uh after the outro song is done and that's all i got peace out rock on and much love this is the loud spot outro by nothing short of tragic is this all talk with no action no is this my thoughts with distraction no 
what I bought that's in fashion Or is this the loud spot with Sebastian? Yes. The fucking short of tragic happens back again Cause everything that's good really has to end A pin post has a pin show So to get more episodes, make an order, this is over Thanks for watching our video Don't forget to click the like and share button Don't forget to go to our YouTube and subscribe if you want to listen to our audio and pick up some cool merch, go to www.theloudspot.net. Peace out, rock on, much love. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.